Hey everybody, welcome into this week's episode of Five for Fighting on the Huddle Up Podcast stream. It is me, it's me, it's Mikey B. I am back for more National Hockey League conversation with you guys. It's been a little bit since I've recorded an episode, uh, and that is for multiple reasons, including the biggest of them all, and that was that the NHL trade deadline was this past Wednesday. And I didn't want to put out a abbreviated episode and then have to put out a rapid reaction so I thought that I would wait for the trade deadline to be officially complete before we decided to sit down and talk about the trades that have taken place in the National Hockey League and what's left uh, for the teams that are in contention. Obviously, we're going to go over all the trades here. Uh, some of them I'll have more to talk about than others, obviously, because they're big names that went, including Patrick Kane, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. After that, we'll, uh, we'll talk about where we currently stand in the standings and who I think is the Vegas betting line favorite as we get ready to go to the final stretch of the 2022-2023 hockey season. But without any further ado, let's go to the trades that actually occurred over the last 14 to 21 days. Uh, We'll go back to February 22nd of 2023 so maybe the last 14 days uh we'll start with shea weber and a fifth round draft pick going to the arizona coyotes going to the vegas golden knights is dyson mayo um yeah i don't necessarily know that uh that i love this trade for pretty much anyone um it was more to get shea weber's contract off of the books for the vegas golden Knights so that they could free up some room for uh, some other moves that they decided to make, which we'll talk about here in the next few minutes, including one that I think could be a big move for them moving forward. The next trade was Nikita Zashitev and a 2023 second and a 2026 fourth going to the Chicago Blackhawks for future considerations going back to the Ottawa Senators. The Anaheim Ducks acquired Josiah Slavin for Hunter Drew. He, Drew went to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, we had Dmitry Orloff and Garnet Hathaway being moved to the Boston Bruins from the Washington Capitals, also involving the Minnesota Wild. Um, it ends up with Boston be- getting Hathaway, uh, Andre Slevlatov, and Dmitry Orloff, uh, while the Washington Capitals receive Craig Smith, a 2023 first round, a 2024 third, and a second round in 2025. The Minnesota Wild receive a fifth round pick in the 2025 draft. Um, as they lost uh, the contract of Andre Slevlatov. The Boston Bruins also made another move to acquire Shane Bowers. That cost them Keith Kincaid going to the Colorado Avalanche. The New York Rangers, one of their many moves here, uh, acquired Will Lockwood in a seventh-round draft pick in 2026 for Vitaly Kartsov. We then had the Nashville Predators, acquiring a second-round draft pick in 2024, sending Nito Niedemeyer to the Winnipeg Jets. That's a move that the Jets uh, looking to get themselves into an even uh, tighter contention race. Um, so that's, an, that's not a bad move for Winnipeg here. The, the Dallas Stars, uh, they picked up Yevgeny Donatov. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens got Denis Gurinov. The St. Louis Blues acquired Zach Dean from the Vegas Golden Knights for Ivan Barshevev. The Chicago Blackhawks acquired Andres England for Jack Johnson, uh, who went to Colorado. One of the biggest moves 
of the entire deadline week or two weeks, uh, Timo Meyer went from the San Jose Sharks to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, also involved in that trade was Zach Edmond, Scott Harrington, Santiri Hatak, and Timur Ibranamov and a Colorado fifth-round draft pick to New Jersey. To San Jose, that was Andreas Johansson, Sakir, Makahadulin, Nikita Okahutkik, Fabian Zetterland, a conditional first-round draft pick in 2023 or a first-round draft pick in the 2024 draft, a conditional in 2024 or a second-round in 2024 or first-round in 25, and a seventh-round selection in the 2024 draft. Uh, Timo didn't want to be in San Jose anymore and made it abundantly clear. Um, it was a matter of where he was going, not if he was going. Um, and I think that this was a decision that had to be made. Um, you know, obviously the upper up, upper body injury has kept him from making his debut uh, as a member of the Devils. Um, yeah, I, I, he definitely didn't want to be there anymore. Um, oh, okay. Maybe he did make his debut. This is, uh, yeah, I don't know. He made his debut. Awesome for him. I haven't watched any devil's games because it's the fucking devils. More on that later. Cal foot to the Nashville predators, as well as a, 2023 third and fourth and fifth round draft picks and a second round in 2024 and a conditional first round draft pick in 2025 or a 2027 first round draft pick from the Tampa Bay Lightning for Tanner Janot. Um, I don't know a lot about Tanner Janot. Um, according to Wikipedia, he is known as the Oxborough Ox, uh, undrafted. Um, he played for just Nashville. Uh, he played 81 games last year, had 24 goals, 17 assists, uh, 41 total points, and 130 penalty minutes. Um, so that's fun. I, I feel like this is a, a Cal foot move, uh, the 24-year-old defenseman, um, former 14th overall pick in the 2017 draft. Yeah, I definitely think that this was a uh, this was a move. Um, for Nashville to try to go get another defenseman. And I think Tampa's finding out that life with a uh, not having a ton of guys on uh, long-term IR and actually having to look out for the cap is a, is a major thing here. Uh, the Nashville Predators also acquired Isaac Ratcliffe from the Philadelphia Flyers for future considerations. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks acquired Joey Anderson and Pavel Gogolvev, as well as a First round pick, a conditional first round pick in 25 or a first round pick in 26 and a 2026 second round draft pick uh, from Toronto. The Maple Leafs acquired Sam Lafferty, Jake McCabe, a conditional fifth and 25, uh, fifth round pick in 24, a conditional third or fifth round pick in 2025. The Sabres acquired Riley Stillman uh, for Josh Bloom, who went to the Vancouver Canucks. The Carolina Hurricanes acquired Jesse Pula-Javari from the Edmonton Oilers for Patrick Pusilatola. The Anaheim Ducks got a third-round draft pick for Henry Thurin, who went to the San Jose Sharks. Uh, the Washington Capitals acquired 
Rasmus Sandin uh, from the Toronto Maple Leafs for Eric Gustafson and a and the first round pick from Boston in 2023. The Islanders acquired Pierre Ingavel for a 2024 third round draft pick from Toronto. Toronto acquired Luke Shen from Vancouver for a third round in 23. Nashville acquired Austin Reshinoff from the Rangers for future consideration. The Edmonton Oilers acquired Matthias Ekholm in a six-round 2024 draft pick from Nashville for Tyson Barry, Reed Schaefer, and a 2023 first and 2024 fourth-round selection. The Columbus Blue Jackets traded a Boston Bruins fifth-round draft pick to the Minnesota Wild. I'm sorry, they acquired it from the Minnesota Wilds for Gustav Nyquist. Uh, the big one um, here, because it was a three-team deal, the Arizona Coyotes, the Chicago Blackhawks, and the New York Rangers. This was the February 28th trade that saw Patrick Kane end up in New York. Um, Arizona acquired a third-round draft pick in the 2025 draft. The Blackhawks acquired Andy Weliniski, a conditional second-round pick in 23 or a first-round pick in 24 or a first-round pick in 25 and a fourth-round draft pick in 2025. Um, the Blackhawks acquired Patrick, excuse me, the, the Rangers acquired Cooper Zetch and Patrick Kane in the trade. Um, obviously, we look at this and, and everybody says that this this move now gives the Rangers the the edge in the Eastern Conference. Um, I don't think so. I still think the best team in the Eastern Conference uh, resides a little bit further north um, than the New York Rangers, um, and that is still the Boston Bruins to me um, because I think Boston just got better. Dmitry Orlov, Garnet Hathaway, not not speaking just from being a Washington Capitals homer, um, 103 points in 62 games. There is not another team within... 15 points of them. Carolina is the next closest with 88. Um, and it is straight up because of how good the goaltending for the Boston Bruins have been. Um, let's give the devil their due. Uh, the defense that and goaltending that the Boston Bruins have been able um, to dial up has been monumental uh, for their success. Uh, plus goal differential of plus 105 goals. Something's going right, and it's the goaltending. Um, it, you can bring in as many shooters in as you want to try to fight fire with fire, but the problem is if you don't have a goalie that can stand on their heads like the guys that are in Boston right now, it ain't going to matter in the playoffs. Um, let's just let's just be real. Speaking of goaltending, in a little bit of a shocker uh, to yours truly, Jonathan Quick to the Columbus Blue Jackets with a conditional 2023 first or second and a 2024 second-round draft pick and a third-round pick in 2024. The LA Kings acquired Vladislav... Jeez, I don't know how to say that name. Gavrikov and Eunice Corpusalo. Uh Jonathan Quick um, wasn't happy about being a Columbus Blue Jacket he wasn't for long. We'll get to that here in a minute. 
Lars Ellers, Lars Eller, goes from Washington to Colorado for a 2025 second-round draft pick. The Red Wings get a conditional New York Islanders first-round pick in 23 or 24 and a second-rounder in 2023 from the Vancouver Canucks for Philip Hornick and a fourth-round draft pick in 23. Carolina acquires Shane Gostasphere from the Arizona Coyotes for a third-round pick in 2026. The Arizona Coyotes acquired a first-round draft pick, a conditional first-round draft pick in 23, or a first in 24. A Ottawa Senator conditional first-round pick in 24, or a Washington Capitals second round in 24. Or an Ottawa first-round pick in 25, and a second-round pick in 26 for Jakob Shashurin, the 24-year-old from right by where I am, fabulous Boca Raton, Florida. Um, has been... Pretty good, all things considered, barring the the one season that he missed with injuries. So far in the season, he's played in 36 games. He has seven seven goals, 21 assists for 28 total points and 22 penalty minutes. Um, I don't think that that's a bad move. Um, I think this is actually a really good move uh, for for them. Um, 24-year-old defenseman. Uh, I don't hate it. I think it makes Ottawa better. Buffalo Sabres traded a, or acquired a third-round pick in 2023 for Eric Portillo. The, the Pittsburgh Penguins acquired Peter DeLibator and a 2024 third-round draft pick for Teddy Bluger. Uh, the San Jose Sharks acquired Vladislav Namastikinov for Mikey Asamiant. National Predators acquired a 2023 Second-round draft pick for Michael Gronlin, who went to Pittsburgh. Uh, the Boston Bruins, getting even better, acquired Tyler Bertuzzi for a first-round draft pick in 24 or 25 and a fourth-round draft pick in 25. Uh, Jakob Vorchek to the Arizona Coyotes with a sixth-round pick in 2023 for John Gillis to the Columbus Blue Jackets. We talked about Jonathan Quick. Columbus wasted no time one day later trading him to the Vegas Golden Knights for Michael Hutchinson in a seventh-round draft pick in 2025. The Buffalo Sabres acquired future considerations, everybody's favorite uh, draft uh, capital or player, uh, cash considerations or future considerations. Uh, they acquired that for Andres Bjork. The Arizona Coyotes uh, acquired Michael Kesslering in a 2023 third-round draft pick for Nick Bjerstrad and Cam Dyden. Uh, those two went to Edmonton. Anaheim acquires Dylan Sakura for Maximum Glode, uh, who went to the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks also acquired Anton Kudobin and a 2025 second-round draft pick from the Dallas Stars for Max Domi and Dylan Wells. The Detroit Red Wings acquired Dylan McLaughlin and a seventh-round draft pick in 2025 for Jakob Varna. Um, hey, former Washington Capital, great. Jacob Barna. Uh, the New Jersey Devils acquired Curtis Lazar uh, from the Vancouver Canucks for a fourth-round 2024 draft pick. The Kings acquired Zach McEwen from the Philadelphia Flyers for Brendan Lemieux and a fifth-round 2024 draft pick. The San Jose Sharks acquired a fourth-round draft pick in 2025 for Vladis The LA Kings acquired Nate Schnarr for Frederick Allard. From the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens then acquired Nick Bonino from the Sharks for Arvid Hendrickson. The Penguins acquired Tony Sund 
from the from the Sharks for a seventh round pick in 2023 and a conditional fourth in 24 or fifth in 24. Montreal, that was a three team trade. Montreal sent, uh, got snud, sunned from Penguins for Bonino. So Bonino ends up in Pittsburgh, sunned in Montreal. The Sharks get draft picks and Arvid Henriksen. The Buffalo Sabres acquired Jordan Greenway uh, from the Minnesota Wild for a Vegas Golden Knights second round draft pick in 23 and a fifth round draft pick in 2024. Chase Priskley to the to Anaheim Ducks uh, for Austin Strand, who goes to Buffalo. Calgary acquired Drayden Hurt from the Toronto Maple Leafs for Ramden Zahormana. The Dallas Stars acquired Scott Reedy from the San Jose Sharks for Jakob Peterson. The Red Wings acquired a fourth-round draft pick in 2023 for Oscar Sundquist. The Ottawa Senators acquired Patrick Brown from the Philadelphia Flyers for a sixth-round draft pick in the 2023 draft. Austin Wang- Wagner goes to the Blackhawks for future considerations to the LA Kings. The Buffalo, the Buffalo Sabres acquired a seventh-round draft pick in 2025 for Rasmus Osplund. The Arizona Coyotes acquired Connor McKay and Brett Ritchie from the Calgary Flames for Nick Ritchie and Troy Stetcher. Funny thing here, you heard those last names. For the first time in National Hockey League history, brothers were traded. That's right. In that Arizona Coyote, Arizona Coyote, Calgary Flame deal, Brett Ritchie and Nick Ritchie were traded for each other. Uh, so for the first time in National Hockey League history, the brothers brothers were traded, um, and it's fascinating that it happened at the deadline. The Anaheim Ducks acquired Nikita Nestromenkov and Andreas Sutar and a fourth-round draft pick in 2025 from the Minnesota Wild for John Klingberg. The Anaheim Ducks acquired Brock McGinn and a third-round 2024 draft pick for Dmitry Kulikov. The Colorado Avalanche acquired Gustav Rydal from the New York Rangers for Anton Blyden. And the Rangers acquired Wyatt Kalnick from the Vancouver Canucks for future considerations. And that's it, boys and girls watching along and reading along and listening along at home. That is your uh, trade deadline. That is your... Now what do we do? As I have to rehydrate after going through that entire trade list with you guys. Ooh, a lot of names. But I don't think anything really changes here. Patrick Kane... Uh, obviously, the biggest name moved. Um, you know, kudos to to Chicago for, you know, getting Kane potentially a final shot at winning another Stanley Cup. I can't say, you know, negatively about, you know, that situation. Um, congratulations to him um, for potentially putting himself in a spot to play in a potential uh, Stanley Cup. I'm not going to say that they are. Because like I said earlier, I still think the best team right now in the Eastern Conference and probably in hockey is the Boston Bruins. Um, but I will say uh, the Rangers did get substantially better. Um, we'll see what that entails. Um, so I, I'll I'll not say that I'm ready to crown anybody one way or another. Obviously, I... I 
do believe, like I said, that the Boston Bruins are the best team right now in hockey. Currently, as we stand, it is Saturday, the 4th of March, um, about 10 o'clock as I'm recording this episode. So hopefully uh, Big Jim can get this up in the next couple days. No pressure. Um, the Boston Bruins sit at 103 points through 62 games. The Toronto Maple Leafs are in second in the Atlantic at 84 points. Lightning are third with 79 points, and then it's a drop-off to the Buffalo Sabres, who currently sit at 68 points. In the Metropolitan, the Hurricanes lead the way at 88. The Devils are at 86. The Rangers at 79. The Islanders at 72. The Penguins at 71. The Capitals at 68. And then it's a drop-off to Philly, who sits at 57 currently. Uh, in the Central, the Dallas Stars lead the way by five points through 63 games. They're at 81. The Wilder at 76. The defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche currently sit at 73. The Jets at 72. Nashville at 66. And then it's a drop-off to the final three teams there. And then in the Pacific, the Vegas Golden Knights lead the way. They're a team to be dangerous now with the addition of Jonathan Quick, who is a playoff caliper uh, star goalie. So that's a team to keep an eye out on. The LA Kings are at 78 points. The Seattle Kraken and the Edmonton Oilers are at 76. And then the Calgary Flames are at 67. And nobody else is over the 60 mark right now in the Western Conference. If you look at the way we stand right now through the, the playoffs, um, right now in the like the way that it would shape out, the Boston Bruins would play the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Carolina Hurricanes would play the New York Islanders. The Maple Leafs would play the Lightning, and the Devils would play the Rangers in a in the first round in the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, the Dallas Stars uh, would play the Colorado Avalanche. The Vegas Golden Knights would play the Edmonton Oilers. The Wild would play the Jets, and the Kings would play the Kraken. <clears throat> uh, what I would say, uh, there are some interesting things here. Um, just looking at the way that this would shape out, um, you'd have to you'd have to think. You know, and I know Vegas will probably have a, a certain uh, level here where Boston would probably be the favorite to come out of the East. Um, the West is really the interesting thing here. I think that there are about six teams that could win um, the West, depending on how things shake out uh, in goal for these teams. You know, obviously Vegas now acquiring Jonathan Quick, uh, the good goaltending that Seattle's gotten early in the year. Colorado, life after. Uh, Darcy Kemper. Uh, Dallas has gotten great goaltending from the guys that they have. Um, so I think the West is probably fairly wide open, whereas I don't feel as it's that case um, in the Eastern Conference. I really feel like it's Boston, maybe New York, and then everybody else. Um, so it's interesting to see what the next step is here. Um, but that's the show for this week, guys. I'll be back next week with you with the normal format of our five topics that we'll talk about uh, all about the National Hockey League. Um, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me and going over the trade deadline and, and having some fun there. Um, as always, if you're not already, please uh, like, subscribe, uh, give us a five-star if you would so politely do that for me. It'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, follow us on all, all of our major social medias. Hit the link tree there with a link to all of the social the other social medias as well as the TikTok uh, that also has a link to our TeePublic store, uh, tpublic.com uh, slash huddleuppodcast with all of our t-shirt designs. Uh, I believe Jim's told me that there are currently 40 designs, including a couple of uh, National Hockey League uh, designs that you can pick up right now. 
Uh, thank you guys again for hanging out with me. You can follow me on Twitter at they call me burn. Instagram, I am fat kid certified se or Mike Bernier underscore. If you want to follow me on TikTok, you can. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm there. Uh, FKC Wrestling. Uh, but that's the show for this week, guys. I appreciate it as always. Follow us on any of the social medias at Huddle Up Pod. Until next week, uh, enjoy your hockey watching as you enjoy five minutes for fighting right here. Huddle Up Podcast.